podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugga. You're joined this week by me, Mario, and just my good friend Seb. How you doing, Seb? Good, man. I'm good. Just the two of us this week, man. It's just a two-man game, man. The Splash Brothers. We, we we know what time it is, you know. A couple of not-so-decent results in the league. You know, the guys are fatigued. We'll, we'll carry we'll carry, the, we'll carry the team. It's nothing it's heavy. It's what we do. It's what we do. It's not, not a problem. Cool. Before we actually start and get into this, I've got to do the usual plug to socials. If you're a Mugga listener and you don't follow on the Twitter, I don't know what's going on there. So give us a follow at TLF underscore Mugga. Uh, if you're a Patreon, uh, thanks to those of you who've recently signed up. We've put out a couple of post-game reviews, um, some other stuff around the financial stuff going on. If you're a Patreon, DM us. Let us know the sort of content you want us to be producing. It's a, it's a big team at this point, and uh, we've got the weekly pod, but I've got to get them guys working. So if there's other content you're looking to, to, to hear from us, drop a DM, and I'll uh, link up with the team, and we'll see what we can do. Um, other than that, yeah, just keep following, keep sharing, use the hashtag TouchlineFracker. Uh, the Moga Mafia, we love, we love the team. Uh, really appreciate the feedback we got from last week's pod. Uh, let's get into it, Seb. Um, so yesterday's game, you know, what more would you want after a 7-0 uh, loss in a home game? Old Trafford has been uh, pretty much a fortress for us this season um, since the Brentford game. Um, so I'm assuming that you felt pretty good um, when you saw that Southampton were coming up. Uh, we proceeded to draw 0-0. Talk us through the game. Talk us through your thoughts on the lineup because he made a couple of changes in midfield, I think. Uh, and then talk us through your thoughts on the on the performance. Yeah, man. Um, like you said, coming off like seven 0 you want um, an easier fixture, especially an mm. at home. But ultimately, it's a Premiership in it, so there there isn't really like easy games. There but easy games. We, we, which is we, what we, kills me. It's great a point you make because this is what yeah. kills me when people are like, oh, so you have only won at home and you don't only beat these lot. Bro, yeah, if no the table game. and football generally work like that, we wouldn't watch it. You don't take yeah. for granted picking up three points any week well, in this league. Yeah. Like it's mm. not like La Liga where more time is a formality, <laughs> bro. Like, 
the 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 prem teams, regardless of what team, could come and roll you over. Regard like mm. even for you know the vice like the the reverse where Liverpool go away to a Bournemouth team that's struggling and lose yeah. one. Year. Bro, that's yeah. that's just the nature of the game, bro. The game's the game. It's the yeah, nature of the beast. Ex- exactly. It's the nature of the beast. So, yeah, going into this game, I did 100% expect to win, but I just knew it wasn't going to be easy. Mm. Um, so, for me, like, you know, for, like, I go to, like, post-game. So, post-game, um, when I was in, like, the group chats, and some of, some of the group chats, not particularly, like, the Muggle one, but other Man United ones, um, because at that time I'd missed the first half, yeah. I thought, you know, you know, this was like shocking, a shocking first half. And, you know, we, we were really, really rubbish and all this other stuff. But, you know, just watching the game back now and just watching that first half that I missed, actually, I thought like United started really, really well, man. I think we, we started really well. We moved the ball quite quick. And you can see that Southampton came to press because naturally when a team loses, the opposing manager is going to say they're there to be got at. This yeah. team is full of confidence. Let's press them and let's try yeah, it. Put them on the pressure. Get on this touch. Let's put them on the pressure. Let's quieten in the quieten in the crowd. Let's get on their first touches and see like if we can get an early goal. And you can see that was the instruction um, from the Southampton manager. But I felt like we managed to you know to play through that press pretty easy. Um, I felt like you know you know when I looked at the lineup, I felt like okay, it was an attacking lineup. It was interesting to see like Bruno had dropped deep deeper next to Casemiro, and I don't know if you see Bruno being moved. Um, you know, in various positions. I don't know if that's Ten Hag saying I don't trust Bruno tactically, um, or I don't or know. It's the opposite, where like I rate you so much that wherever you so I much, play, you, you'll yeah. get it cooking. I think, I think, you know what? I think it's actually the latter. I think yeah. he moves him to accommodate other players, and it's more so like I can't play this guy outside of where I think he's best because I don't think he's gonna do much. So I'm gonna move you because I know yeah. wherever I put you, you'll be able to play some killer passes. You've got the stamina, you've got the effort levels at least. I think it's, I actually think it's a lot because yesterday it was to unlock Jaden Sancho, right? Big facts. But even like the Sancho point, you know, like I know um, at the end of the game, we, we all had like thoughts on Sancho. Now, looking back at it in the first half, I thought it was okay. I don't think he was, was doing anything outstanding, but I felt like he was okay. And I felt like because the game, it, when we had the ball, we were trying to move fast. By nature of that, he was just part of that process, bro. Trying to move the ball part, uh, fast, trying to get it ticking. Don't think he did anything in particular, um, anything special. Um, he should have maybe had an assist for for Rashford with the the heavy touch. Um, uh, but other than that, he didn't do anything special. But I didn't think he was particularly bad, man. So mm. yeah, man. I look at the first half and I say, um, I felt like we played okay. We were the better team. We we probably had. Um, on the balance of it, the, the the better chances. Southampton had like two chances. Yeah, the Walcott uh, header that De Gea saved, and uh, then um, the 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 left winger that just beat Wan Bissaka. Sulimana, and then they. Yeah, and then they yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was he was tricky. Yeah, he was he, he, was, he, was, he was cooking side. Yeah, <laughs> he was he, he was he was he was a bit tricky still. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then on our end, we had the Rashford chance. We the one had... where you should have spread it to where court. No, that was the no, one. No, do you know what the problem? I'm, I'm glad you just mentioned that. Do you know what the issue is? Workhorse is so slow no, that he cannot absolutely. keep up with these guys. So yeah. he was never in a position for Rashford to square it to him mm. because he'd never gotten any separation 
from his defender. I mm. watched it. I watched the first half back just like you did. Mm. And I remember when I was watching it live, like, Arash, like I know you're you're that guy, but yeah. that's, you're asking yourself a lot. But Wenkel never put himself in a position because he's not quick enough where Rash could, could play him a pass. Same thing happened uh, mid-late first half where Shaw kind of got clear of somebody mm. and Weghorst was the only person there. And mm. if it was Rash or even Marshall, even Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. he would have probably tried to slip a ball through on his left foot. But oh, again, no. Weghorst can't get any separation. So no, because he can't no. get any separation, Shaw had to turn back into traffic of the player mm. he just beat. And then mm. we end up losing the ball and the attack breaks down. So... He is, uh, yeah, difficult I, to play I, with him. I, I think, I think he 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 he's a net neutral right now. Like, I wow, feel you'll like, be. I think you'll be nice. Am I being nice? I, I think you'll I, be. I think he's an. I think he's a net negative. To be honest, he, with he, you. he might be, man. He I may think be. he's a net negative. He's a striker who isn't yeah. a goal threat. Uh, sure. When he's in midfield, it's not like he creates any chances or he helps us retain any tempo. Mm. Um, I think he's a net negative. If I'm being brutally honest, yeah, potentially, yeah, I think it's true actually because you're you're throwing other players off their game. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you're not... Like, you know, there are some some games where I say you have contributed or whatever, but if you're getting the ball 10 times and two times you've held it up and two times you've contributed, that really true. Yeah, it's true. Like, you, you're actually, like, fucking up the, I can't the whole believe this the guy. Honestly, I can't believe this guy is playing major minutes for us. This is... This is unbelievable, man. But I think... I think it's, it's, it's just basically indicative of just, like... The, the poor years of, of mismanagement that we, we we're in this situation and we've been in this situation for the last four years and you know whether it's like Cavani Igalo, um bringing back an old Ronaldo uh, workhorse like they we've been on this oh let's like patch up our striker situation because there are other key areas and we have decent attackers and uh, or let's overspend the one attacker instead of you know taking a gamble on a striker or whatever I would have preferred you know us two, three years ago when we were scouting Ramos, who's now touted to go for maybe 80 million plus now, us just saying, oh, let's spend 30 million. You, you've only played two first team games, but we're going to spend 30 million on you and we're going to say F it rather than, you know, spend 80 million on a Jaden Sancho or uh, uh, 90 million on an Anthony and all of these other things. You can take risk, bro. Take the risk and take two risks. And ultimately you have bodies there, but it's a scout's job to make sure that those mm. risks um um, that like they're, they're minimal, right? Yeah. So anyway, we find ourselves in a situation where we're playing workhorse anyway, and um, yeah, it's true that like he is he's a net negative, and you can see throughout um the first half when the ball came up to him, whether he was slow to get to the ball, whether it's like you know sometimes yeah when you get to the ball you turn, and if you're fast enough, the player's not going to be able to foul you. But yeah. he's turning, the players just fouling him straight away. Like he's not like he's not as you said, he's not able to get any separation and that ultimately breaks down attacks. Yeah. And um yeah, man, he 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 ultimately has to come off because of that Casemiro red card, which we'll obviously get into. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean we, we may as well get into it now. First or not even first, it's instinct. Off just watching that now, was that a red to you? <sighs> It's a it's a dubious one because the ball bounces or something like it's a wet there's red like it's a red because of it's hundred percent a red right but um is 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 the letter of the law intent right because if yeah. it's intent then um I think it's also it's it's intent but it's also yeah I think play. it's yellow reckless is yellow yeah and do doing harm intention to cause harm is red. 
So I think it's reckless. I don't think he's intended to cause harm. And I think Agreed. the way how like the ball bounces or his foot's gonna gone over the ball or whatever, I feel like it's it's accidental, um, in my opinion. And I think it's hundred percent reckless and it would be like a harsh yellow. Like it's like a this is a borderline mm. yellow red, but it's a yellow card in, in mm. my opinion. And I think um the, the referee was was right to to um to, for 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 the initial card and it's it's so interesting with the VAR thing because you know like even the pen like the R pen shout like it's I, I don't even know what's fucking going on bro it's it's insane yeah um what were your thoughts on the main pod we discussed this and um the guys were of the opinion that VAR um no actually I won't even tell you what the guys are of the opinion what's your opinion should is is should VAR be there to eradicate any mistake so as the game's going on you constantly want things reviewed by VAR so we're coming out of games and almost every decision is the correct one or do you feel like VAR should only be used for major incidents I think it should be used for major incidents okay but you can't do give and take like mm. you know Casemiro can't get sent off and you can't go and it and VAR cannot give that a pen like mm. you have to like you're basically picking and choosing uh, what situation when, in my opinion, they're both as dubious as um, each other. Uh, each other, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna send the ref to go to the monitor for the red card, then you send the ref to go to the monitor for the penalty. The, coach the, ball's out, going, yeah. the ball's going to Wakefield. So I would, I would. Oh, yeah. I, I think, I think. I don't know what would have happened, but I mean, we both happened. know what would have happened. It yeah. wouldn't have resulted in a goal. That's that's what we know. So right. <laughs> either way, we're going to pretend that it may have. And um, what, what I'll say is, like, I feel like refs should, at the beginning of the game, um, should decide how they're going to play it. So I think they should have that meeting and say, all right, like, they'll speak to, to the officials and say, you know, every serious incident I need help on, right? I want to make sure I don't miss any serious incident. And if I have to go to the camera, if I have to go to the monitor and slow down the game, I'm happy to do so. Vice versa, if a ref goes, listen, my on-field decision, I, I just want mm. to play the game. Right? So from your perspective, when you say every big de uh, serious decision or big decision there... Pen or red is, card. Who, who is... So, but who's defining what a big decision is? Is that the VAR person? Because think, if, the ref, if the ref has an incident, let's say like Casemiro's, and yeah. he calls it a yellow, yeah. the VAR person has decided that's a big incident. They've yeah. decided, I think that's a red come yeah. and check that out. The ref yeah. was going to give a yellow. So yeah. for me, I get what you're saying, but I think it becomes difficult because then the actual decision on what a serious incident or not gets taken out of the ref hand and VAR is making that decision for I them. I think they should it then. So I think like, it's, it's like, is this stopping a goal scoring opportunity? Is this dangerous play? Right? So those two things, of course, like, you know, because you, you, there's probably more things, but I think those are like, probably like the the core and the crux of a lot of VAR decisions are the handballs and the red cards. Like, should this be a red card? Should this be a handball or whatever? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, uh, in, in, in a box or whatever. So, like, I feel like they should agree. Like, how am I going to play it before the, before, um, before the game? Because if, like, if we go into, so we haven't even gone into the second half, but if I quickly go to the Newcastle game, Nick Pope, bro, that is the most insane thing I've ever seen, bro. Like the guy has, been, like he's it's a red card and a sending off again for Nick Pope, like, it, <laughs> like it, and the ref has just waved it off, and then VAR has not done anything. 
the ref was 50 yards away from it. So the ref can't see it. So mm. the ref can't see the contact. So what is what what's VAR supposed to like if the ref is so far away from it that he can't even though if the contact is minimal, if the ref cannot see it from his decision, that's a clear and obvious error because he can't see it from 50 yards away and they haven't even said anything about it. So I'm thinking like like what how is this being implemented? Like what's yeah. the is it just vibes that like, what's like you know, like you know, depending on what day it is, which yeah, man, this, that, or like what are people looking at the monitors 24-7? Are they going for toilet breaks or like what's going on in that in that in that in that thing, bro? It's, it's, it's a bit mad. It's a bit yeah, mad, this is this is my issue. This is my issue on a game by game, ref by ref basis. Um yeah. Not not really having it to be honest with you, man. Yeah. Not not really having it. So um, yeah, man. I think we'll just have to keep watching because I think with that particular foul, if you then I made a great point on the pod yesterday. If you brought like twenty Premier League refs, half probably give a red, half give a yellow. I think it's really in the middle, and I think it's just how much Casemiro looked like oomph. Like, and another day you could have hurt him, really broken something or fractured something that they gave the gave the the red. So. Obviously now he's he's got another suspension, four game suspension. Um, I looked at a little graphic that kind of showed games with and games without him. I think with him, win percentage seventy six percent. Without him, like forty three. With him, we score like one point nine goals a game. Without him, it's like one point seven. With him, we concede zero point nine goals a game. Without him, we concede one point seven. So you can tell there just from a high level that there's clearly an impact. So I guess a couple of things I want to ask you about. His impact this season, that's both on and off the ball. Um, the disciplinary issues that he's... He, he's And the disciplinary issues that he's currently having. Those are the two areas I wanted to discuss with you in terms of Casemiro. Yeah, so in regards to... Uh, he's he's on the pitch play. I think he's having a great um, impact, especially when he first come. Anyway, I'd say let me start on the ball first. I feel like when he first come, um, he he was very very decisive and he was very very good on the ball. As I think, like you know, the seasons progress, whether that's you know fatigue, um, um, uh, whether that's you know just a lapse in concentration. I feel like on the ball has maybe like declined and maybe like he's trying a bit too much. But I think I also get why he's trying a bit too much because in his head, he's like, listen, I'm the only midfielder, um, the only central midfielder in this team, right? So I want to show my ability. But ultimately, as as we've seen, that's not his strong point. And there was a reason why, you know, uh, uh, a trio of Casemiro, Cruz and Modric well so well because all of them use their strong points. Unfortunately, in this Man United team, we don't have a trio like that. We have a, a bunch of players, whether it's our number 10 in Bruno, who isn't, you know, the best in in in, in accurate passes um, when he's on the ball and has a low percentage. We have Fred, who depends, confusion thing or volatile, not. Volatile, volatile. Yeah, that, volatile. He's volatile. I, spot, I, 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 I cast out a... Fred Coin last season because I I couldn't do it and you see what oh, you have to you bro. see what happened with Silicon Valley Bank you don't know where you stand with these yeah at any point anything can f up your situation so you got Fred who's chaotic as hell so you got Fred who's he's chaotic as hell um, obviously uh, Ericsson 
again, like his battery was on zero before he got injured. Before he got injured, so he was obviously going downhill. And we haven't really seen the Casemiro Sabitzer thing, which is annoying because we're gonna still we're gonna have to wait a while for us to see that that run anyway. That 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 run of games between them two. So I understand why he's taking it on himself to to do a bit more off the ball. But I think in certain games, especially like the Liverpool game. Um, it's been extremely, extremely, extremely bad and um, it's kind of regressed as the season's gone on. Um, off the ball, absolutely fantastic, man. I feel like sometimes he's giving away the ball to just win it back, which is what people keep saying. Um, and I feel like he's protected. <laughs> he did well. that a couple of times yesterday, actually. Yeah, man. It's like, uh, you know, you give it up. Uh, you know, let me take it off you, bro. So, yeah, like he, he's doing a bit of that and I think he's protected the t- defence really, really well. And to be honest, like he, he he's really, really um, improved the team improved the mentality of the team. He's he's scored important goals as well, like winners, last minute winners. Um and I think that's super, super important. So we so we also can't forget about those those times where he's impacted the the, the game um himself and even like the cup final, like you know, scoring in the cup final, all of those things, man. I think that's like super important and we have to add to his his repertoire um of of, of what he's done this season. So I think he's been uh, positive but Disciplinary is interesting because I don't know if the two things he he he's been sent off for um this season he gets sent off for in La Liga, right? I feel like and I think that's basically an issue. It's a league change, right? The the Prem's way more harsher than maybe other leagues. Um the culture is different. Um and um I think it's just something he has to adjust to. It's unfortunate that he, you know, he's gonna spend what was that seven games or eight games, sorry, in total including the five yellow cards, which was that one-game suspension. But when you have a player and a defensive player, this is kind of really what you kind of get. Like, you want a minus one red card. Like, going into next season, you want a minus one red card. But Mm. I expect one red card and I expect suspensions from a player who is all or nothing when it comes to that number six position. And it's all Mm. about the team. Uh, being able to have a suitable understudy. Um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of players before this season and before VAR got away with what Casemiro is doing. So yeah. Fernandinho made a career out of... To be fair, but, uh, Casemiro is elite at it as well, normally. He's, he's elite very at it. good at it. He's very yeah. good at it. I think if he spoke English, he'd probably be able to get away with more. Get away with more, bro. Even for even Fabinho, bro. Like same same thing, man. A lot of them they got away with a lot, right? So I just think um it's just the nature of the game evolving plus a harsh league. Um and I feel like, yeah, it is a lack of discipline, to be honest. Not I wouldn't say yesterday. I would say maybe the 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 Crystal Palace one is is poor, but yesterday I feel like he was unlucky where it is a red. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, looking at the fixture list, it looks like he's going to be missing the FA Cup game against Fulham, uh, Newcastle away, Brentford at home, and then Everton away. What do you think that spells for us? Scary hours, man. I think it's I think it's scary hours, bro. It's so it's so I think the Fulham game we should be okay. Um 
Yeah. No, I don't want to jinx it, but I think we should be okay. However, bro, that Brentford team, <laughs> the way they was on us is a bit peak, bro. And not having like the guy who stamps out the fire is going to be um, super interesting. Um, and Everton fighting for survival, bro. That's like, again, um, yeah, peak. And then Newcastle. I, the Newcastle team, less. I'm, more, I'm less worried about. I am. I'm just worried. I'm worried about the Everton and the Brentford. Away though, Newcastle away is gonna be uh like of course it's gonna be a, a difficult game. I just think that um to be fair they were cooking yesterday. Fucking hell, bro. They were cooking. <laughs> they were cooking yesterday. I'm not gonna lie. Saint Maximan, um, Isaac, Bruno, hey, they were cooking yesterday. So I feel like it's, it's gonna be a difficult game. And if we can just leave there with a draw, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be super happy. That's a six pointer, brother. That's a six pointer. We can't lose that. We cannot lose um, that. Game. And then we we've got Everton, we got Brentford, and then we've got Brentford at home. So we're trying to get that back in blood after earlier in the season. Yeah. And then we've also got. Give me a second. Everton. Everton. Yeah, we've got yeah, Everton. And that looks like a early kickoff on a Saturday. Let me just see. Oh, yeah, early kickoff on a Saturday at home. Yeah, man. Damn. I, I think again, I think if we can leave uh that situation with um seven points, um f- between five and seven, I'll be happy. Do you know what I mean? Two draws and a win. Um mm. and just get just get past that situation, bro. Damn, it's getting tight down there, brother. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh man, yes, like it's never a good time to lose one of your three to five best players this season. In fact, I've put him three, him, Martinez and Rashford for me. Um, it's never easy, but I think this this time in the season where we actually got, had a little bit of a blip and we need to pick up all the points that we can. I don't want us to be like in a, a tussle. Like, I don't want us yeah, to be... Yeah, allow the tussle thing, man. I don't want to be in a tussle. I want them, man, to tussle. Um, yeah. So, well, um, that, that's it. That's it. And then, what do you think of... Um, Obviously, like the second half, the second half was pretty much like you know, it was it was chaotic. It was very, very chaotic. Obviously, Bruno hit the post, Kyle Walker Peters hit the post. Um, so from that perspective, and then it was kind of like end-to-end, flashes across the face of goal. Ward Prowse came close with a free kick. Like, if we'd had 11 men, we would have won that game. We would have gone uh, won that game. It was chaotic end-to-end, kind of typically what I say that I see, but I think with 11 men, we win that. But I think if you said you're going to go down to... Yeah, if you say you're going to go down to 10 men and it's from like the 30-something minute and you offered us a nil-nil draw, even though it was against Southampton, I think... I'll snap your hands off, yeah. Yeah, I think you you, you probably take that, right? Um, So I can't, we can't be annoyed, but you still have to be annoyed because... It just was, um, yeah, yeah, uh, annoyed. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, man. Ugh, gosh. I, like, I just got, yeah, the sending off, innit? Uh, right there, you sounded like, um, that's what I meant, Mike Tyson, when the guy was interviewing him and it was like, I don't know, man. Like he just, he just, he just, he just puts himself. He's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> he does that. It's so funny. It's I, don't know like, uh, I don't know if you the one um, where he goes onto like a talk show. It's like a broke my neck. 
with a black with a, that one, but he goes on to a talk show with a black guy and he's like, Oh, Mike, um, have you ever thought like um because I think he was in the city and he was like hanging out with the mayor? Um, mm. has anyone ever asked like why how the mayor feels hanging out with a previously convicted sex offender? And then Mike was like, uh, has anyone ever asked why you're a rap face face piece of shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, Mike, we're on live TV. I don't care. You're a fucking yeah. piece. And then you've got the, like the promoter, some Italian guy who reminds me of Joey from Friends. They're yeah. like trying to trying to keep the peace. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like I said, we're sold out in 15 city. Nah, man, nah, you're a man. piece of shit, you're man. Piece of... You're yeah. a real piece of he shit. You won't let that convo go, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you won't let that convo go. Honestly, I'm yeah. just so annoyed because really, when Liverpool lost to Bournemouth, I was yeah. about to say, all right. Like yeah. you, you beat us, you lost to Bournemouth. We beat Southampton. Yeah. The gap, the gap goes back to ten points. Yeah. Um, I ask you, how worried are you about top four now? So I'm not, I'm not worried about top four. I'll be a liar to really? say I am. Yeah, okay. I'll be a liar to say I am. Um, I think, you know, fifth place is in it. Wait, let's. What's the league saying? Yeah, just check that table one more time before you. Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> might be scary. Might be scary. Might be scary. Check the table. And I want to talk you through our fixtures. Yo. Oh God. Okay. Hey yo. Hey, that is a uh, okay. It could be scary hours because if Newcastle okay. beat us, <laughs> let, let me what? talk you through the fixtures now. Yeah. So yeah, we've okay. got Newcastle away, Brentford at home, Everton at home, Nottingham right. Forest away, uh, Chelsea at home, Spurs right. away, Villa at home, West Ham away, Wolves at home. Bournemouth away, Fulham at home. Have you seen? But have you seen Liverpool's next fixtures? I'm not worried about Liverpool. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I don't. Think I think Liverpool and Newcastle play directly after us. Okay. Um, I, I think I don't think Liverpool are good, uh, big and serious. So I expect them to pick up points. I'm looking at Spurs. I'm now who are out of the Champions League game a week and out of the FA Cup. I'm looking at. Newcastle, are they going to put together a little run now? They've had their blip. Uh, they got St. Maximum back. He's cooking. Amaron scored uh, on the weekend too. So, will be interesting. We'll yeah, be in- it, will, it will be interesting. I think we have... I like the way how that Newcastle team is put together and everybody's mm. back. So, I feel like that's going to be our, like our biggest test. And if we can get past that, then I think we're good. If we beat Newcastle, then I feel that's like... Yeah, I feel like that's a wrap. What about we still got to go to Spurs? Um, that's, and you've seen our away, you've seen our away record this season too. I feel Can like that. I I thought I, I don't feel that. Like, I think the issue is Newcastle. Like if we finish fourth, okay. we finish fourth. But I say I, I feel like we can beat Newcastle and get a point at Spurs. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I can't lie. I'm I'm watching. I I, I didn't I didn't ever think that we were. Right there with Arsenal and City, but now it, it feels real. Uh, we've got an international break coming up. Uh, I'd love Rashford to not go with England. I think it would be great for him to get. Yeah, it would be great for pointless friendly. It would be great for him to get like a week off, just re- rest and recuperate. Um, mm-hmm. But but we'll see. Let's let's go on to greener pastures. Uh, the Europa League. Uh, we had Real Betis. We beat them four um, one. So in that particular scenario. Um, that was definitely getting it back in blood um, okay. off the back of the Liverpool game. What were your thoughts on that on that game on that performance? Yeah, I think I think the game was cool. I think um, we I think uh, you know just to 
So yeah, to wrap that game, I think I think we were wasteful. I like that. Obviously, Rashford got a goal, um, and uh, I, the scoreline was obviously obviously great. But I'd I'd like us to be like a bit more ruthless. Anthony scored a good goal, but I think he's rubbish, man. He was uh, he was just super super wasteful on that day, mm. uh, and he he could have used that he could have used that game to really fill his boots up. Like Anthony should have had a hat trick. At uh, a bare minimum, oh, he's a horrible, horrible Work player. Was, man. I'm again, should have probably that. had a hat trick. Uh, in fact, Anthony, let's go stuck on it, like stick on him. Like, yeah, he's he's a horrible player, man. I'm looking at just like the way he takes on um, he he's defender, and um, even when he's running in a straight line, you can tell he always wants to cut back. It's, it's he doesn't he has no desire to go on the outside. He has no desire to do anything different. Luckily for him in this game, he managed to cut in and slap it. But we've seen it happen. And it ha- nine times out of 10, it goes wide or the keeper just uses it as catching practice. The guy is not like, I don't think he, he's not good at all. And um, yeah, man, like a team like Real Betis, I feel like he should have had a hat-trick, but just is where it is. And uh, hopefully because of the scoreline, <laughs> we can rest players, but we've said that many times before with Ten Hag. Mm, mm. Do you think you will? Because I remember you saying like you wanted a fifth because you felt like with a fifth that would mean that he could go full rotation. But yeah. four one, you think he's gonna go full strength? Yeah, I think four one is too close for rotation in my opinion. Is and it's mad to say like because if Betis get like one goal in the first half. Then it, all they need is like two goals. Like it's it's, it's for mm. me. I feel like that's 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 you can easily do that. Um, so, but I do feel like the team definitely needs that rotation going mm. into the um, going into the international break, and also thinking about Newcastle in in a couple of weeks' time. I feel like everybody needs to be fresh, man. Because yeah, if we're if we're not fresh, bro, Newcastle are just gonna turn up and and pam us, and then like. They're they're really good. They're a really good team, um, and um, Ten Hag has some thinking to do because if he plays workhorse against Newcastle, um, yeah, we're we're in trouble. We need to really go for our attack. But the only way we can go for our attack and be the best team is uh, be the best team that we can be for that for that game is if we start to rotate. So Betis, I would expect a full rotation. I'd yeah, start- yeah, I would have said Garnacho, but obviously. Yeah, he's injured. Um, I'd, I'd like to see Pelly get a run out. I'd like to see obviously Sancho start, um, maybe a Langa start, um, and then McTominay and Fred. Give it McFred. Give it, give it McFred to run it back. Um, and Maguire, Lindo, Dallo, and Malasia, man. Even, yeah. even, even give it heating, bro. Give it heating. See what he's on, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll see man Garnacho's out now we don't know yet how long he's going to be out for so we'll have to keep we'll have to keep an eye out on 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 that Um, but Palestri looks bright man I want to see more of him yeah he's a top like he's a a top talent I feel like he's he's still he's still like a a rough rough diamond in my opinion Mm. There's, there's a lot of things that he needs to he needs to sort out but you know from when I saw like comps before he came I was like yeah this is this is this is this is a, a top talent man this is a top talent um he he's an old school winger somebody um likened him to like 
are old school Raheem Sterling. So when yeah. Sterling first comes playing on the right, I feel like, yeah, that's like a, a, a good comparison. And yeah, like, I think Pelosi just needs games. And I saw... Um, I saw uh, an article about he, he he might be going on loan, and I think he does, and I think he needs a good loan. I don't think I don't want to see all these like next teams. I feel like he either needs to go to a championship team or a premiership team and be able to start games consistently. Because um, if he is able to start games consistently and really grow into um, um, really grow into his body, I think um, we've got a real player there, but also a problem because. When we look at our wingers and our attacking options, um, with Ahmad coming back and next season and how everything looks to be developing, um, we're going to be stacked. Um, but then again, you know, if we do get Qatar in, some of the players that have been bought for big money and are and that are currently underperforming, we can afford to lose. And that's the big thing about getting like good owners or owners with money is that we're able to take the L and it's not a business thing where we need to retain their value to to try to get some money and they're just here on big wages forever. You know, having a Qatar means that if Sancho isn't able to step it up, if Anthony isn't able to step up after next season, then, you know, we'll have to cut our losses. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll, we'll see with this team. Yeah. Um... Cool. Let's finish up with some listeners' questions. Um, first question is from Afo Afa Afs. At rings a bell, hasn't sent in a question for a while. So shout out Afo Afa Afs. Um, worst recent individual performance from a United player? Maguire in the 4 0 versus Leicester. Maguire in the 6 1 versus Tottenham. Shaw versus Liverpool. Fred didn't give a game. And TCG. <laughs> didn't give a game either. What in your mind is the worst recent performance? I might say Luke Shaw, man. Like, Maguire, any Maguire performance where we've lost is a close second, but Luke Shaw against Ars- uh, against Ars- well, Arsenal as well, but against Liverpool was, was just diabolical, man. He was responsible for, like, four goals. It was just rubbish, you know, and it's interesting, like, this season, you know, Luke Shaw's got his um, plaudits and rightly so, man. I think, you know, overall, I think he's been quite consistent and this might be his, his most consistent season if we're looking at it from like a holistic point of view. However, mm. two key games where we need you, bro. Like these are two, two very key games. Mm. Arsenal and Liverpool, he's let us down severely, bro. He's let <sighs> us down so easily. Do you know what? I think when he's scared of the right side it's of the tackle, it's, it's finished. It's you finished. finished. You might as well play Malaysia. You might as well play Malaysia. Because I think with Saka, he cooks him in England training. And he he must cook yeah. the hell out of him. Fried yeah. rice, jollof rice, plantain, everything. Everything. For real, everything. Sizzling. In that Arsenal game, he yeah. wasn't trying to engage. He it wasn't was about insane, to push. Bro. He wasn't about to push up. Um... Oh. Yeah, he and wasn't about to push up. So yeah, it was it's weird, bro. It's weird. But what's even weird is the is like even the Liverpool game, he's had good games against Salah, bro. He's had good games against Salah. And he just felt, you know what, this this year, um, this this season, let me let me just focus on the small teams, man. I wanna focus on the small teams and get consistent there. But when it comes to the big games, yeah, I don't want any of that. 
And um, yeah, man, I kind of, I, I kind of saw that, and it's just really, really disappointing, man. Especially with the the season he he's, he he'd been happen, having, and um, yeah, man, it cost us, cost us severely. So I'm gonna go Luke Shaw, man. Absolute, okay. absolute coward. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think. Are you happy with him being our long term? Nah, I need two. I need two fullbacks. I need a right back and a left back. Really, okay. I don't know who loses up. Like, they, they, I need a right back because um, Dallo and Bambasaka they both had their deficiencies, and it's interesting. Dallo was having a great season even until the World Cup, but that's the best we've ever seen him. But really and truly, mm. is is that the best we're ever going to get? And has he reverted back to time? Yes, go. Dallo has, has to go. go. I, I, I don't want to risk it, bro. It's time, bro. It's t- like we need to buy ready-made players that are top quality. Dallo has to go. I don't really, I don't care. I don't care how young he is or whatever. If he flourishes elsewhere, good luck to the boy. But I think he has to go, like, in my opinion. And Wambasaka, I feel like Wambasaka can go, but I also feel like he has a great use. He has a great use where you're winning, you're in the Champions League, they need to shut up shop. You bring on Wambasaka and he's going to shut up anybody. He's he's going to be able to stop anybody, right, in the in world football, Right, he can get cooked, right? On his on his bad day, he's gonna get cooked. But every time I've seen Wambasaka come on and we're winning and we need to hold the lead, Wambasaka has saved us. Whether it's last ditch tackles against like Palace when it was like one, what, like it was one one, or where is that? Several games, man. Several games, Wambasaka can come on and shut up shop. And I don't know if that's a skill set that I would want to retain um, in the squad, or we just get two right backs and we just. Cut, cut our losses out and then on the left side I'm happy to give Malasia time he's young um, and he's got like he's got a good base I feel like he, he he's learning the game he's learning the prem and he's slowly getting there Luke Shaw it's an interesting one uh, in world football I don't know if there's a lot better than him but that doesn't speak to the qualities of Luke Shaw in my opinion that speaks to the lack of left backs rather than um, Luke Shaw is outstanding and a left back that I would replace Luke Shaw with is Alfonso Davis now he's at Bayern and I don't know what his situation is but it, it's going to sound mad but bro's Canadian bro he's probably grown up on Man United all his life he's grown up on probably English team all his life and I don't think he's like those Germans that re- Bayern is the be all and end all I think that somebody like that you could test and say mm. come to the Prem my brother um, and I feel like it's time for you like, to start, <laughs> start being aggressive, man. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, man. We'll see. I, I, I can't do it with them two, two right backs. Wambasaka, he was horrible yesterday. He was horrible. Yeah. It was the worst Wambasaka again. Sloppily giving the ball away again. Um, and Dallow's not looking much better than him defensively. So we're in between a rock and a hard place at right back at the moment. So I'm with you, man. Um, <clears throat> next question is from Shana underscore CJ. With the lack of depth in midfield, do you think it's time for Eric Ten Hag to start trusting Maynard or Zidane with more minutes? Let's be real. Yeah, be fucking Zidane's not playing. Zidane is not playing. Like, come on. Be for for real. And also, this is like, this is is the cutthroat end of the season, bro. Like, we we actually need to get into top four. Like, it would be a disaster not not to finish top four. And we're still in two other cup competitions. Now, against Betis, 
I, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a Kobe Mano. And it looks like Kobe has leapfrog Sedan in regards to being in the pecking order or being mm. the next one up in, in regard uh, for the younger. So I wouldn't mind seeing that. But in regard in the Prem, like right now, crunch time. Yeah, man, you're trying to give these youngers trauma, bro. You need to, you need to get them. Trying to, trying to, trying to f up my head, bro. Trying to f up. Their would head. you? I'd rather start with a friend. I know that's absolutely insane to no, say it. It's insane is, though, to say it, but oh, brother, I, I would start him over Fred here. Yeah, but th this is a a a reason why. Um, when um mm -mm was in my good books, yeah. And mm -hmm. was going for a terrible yeah. time with Jose. I didn't want him anywhere near the squad. Yeah, and not yeah. to say that we're going for a terrible time with Ten Hag. It's just a difficult part of the season. Yeah, and yeah. there's going to be games where we're going to be really struggling. And I don't think that's a great environment to bring in mm -hmm. a young player. I feel like at the start of the season or the middle of the season is like great. Like you can get games and get minutes and cut games or whatever. But in this crunch time where every single pass matters, every decision matters, like everything is affecting. You know, literally the, the 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 end of the season, which is that big target of getting back into the Champions League. I would think it was unfair for him to come in at this time. But again, he could come in and show that he's really he's really that level. But I just would protect him for now. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I think we we manage this season as long as we get that top four goal. Um, then we're calm. Then we're Thanks. calm. Great. Uh, next one is from that Bully Bells. I think I already know your answer, but we'll be interested to hear what you say. Uh, if we spend big on a strike and CM, is that enough to counteract DDG and at goalkeeper? And I'm going to give you a couple of players for, for you to have context. Let's say we get uh, Frankie de Jong, 60, 70 million, and we get Harry Kane, 80 million. So we spend 150 million on a CM and a striker. Is that enough to counteract DDG at goalkeeper? It's a difficult one. I would say yes, because... I just believe in actually what counteract what does he mean? Like, does he mean to go and win the program? No, well, DDG hurts us via um his passing. Yes. And he hurts us by the fact that he's not particularly good. Well, he's not an elite shot stopper anymore. So and then you've got the fact that he doesn't really dominate the in the air. So is getting a, a centre midfielder who'll obviously make those central midfield performances better, somebody like Frankie de Jong will help us keep the ball better. And then Harry Kane, who should help us create more, score more. Are those additions enough to counteract the negatives that DDG bring? Yeah, I think it does. Because right now, I think we're out of balance without, without those two additions. I feel like it's give and take. You know, some days, you know, it's calm. Some days it's not calm. Um, and I think those two will put us in a better position. And, you know, whether it's like by a plus one or plus two or whatever, I feel like we're in a, a better position. But De Gea is fucking crazy, bro. The guy's he's got a goal, bro. I, I think he'll be he's my first he's one. Been, he's, he's my first net, one. You're, again, I think he'll be, he's a ne negative, brother. No, he's he a net median. I just believe in Harry Kane. That's he the cannot, guy. yeah. I just believe in Harry. <laughs> you I believe, believe in Hazard. He cannot Harry. distribute the ball. Nah, it's rubbish. Uh, against Liverpool, I don't even know what this thing means, but Elijah was dropping it. Post-game XG was four, which means he let in three goals, which he was supposedly should have saved. Um, he's a piece of shit, and, he, and you know what he's like from corners. He's a piece you know of what he's bro, like from corners. Bro, there was a time, um, like, every time the ball comes into the box for a cross... The guy's just standing there like one Madame Tussaud. He's just standing oh, 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 oh. there like 
like like a statue, bro. He's just standing there like <laughs> like he's in Madame Tussauds, just yeah, waiting yeah. for him to get pan- and I'm like and I and then you see the other bazinga you or whatever bazooka, the guy on the other side. Bazunu. Like, yeah, whatever his name is, bro. Bazooka, he the got the cross coming in. Man's coming out to claim. You need it. your goalkeeper, and they're about the same height. You need oh. your goalkeeper to come out and claim it, and that's been an issue for him forever. Think of how many corners we've conceded where he's come out, tried to get it, like not gotten it. Then yeah. he's off his line, and then I still remember that two-two against Southampton uh, lockdown ball Oba when Femi. we had to do a pod right after. Oba Femi, Pam, da- <laughs> yeah, it was Oba Femi. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, my head was in the sky. Hey, my head was. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, now this team, I've suffered, you know. Was that the pod year where I was like, "Oh, I'm glad that we're making the sub." And as I was speaking, I was like, "Yeah, I'm glad we're making the sub because usually, you know, with um whatever." I think it was on Discord, and I was like, "We were on Discord." Was, yeah, 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 I was like, "Yeah, I'm glad we're making the sub because usually we want to make a sub and close out the game." And I'm like, and I just go silent. And then everyone's like, "Bow, but hey, that no, was." I think that was was that the two-two against Everton. I think the three-three against Everton when Pogba got injured at half time. That was that one. Yeah, that was yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, that was yeah, like the two-two yeah. against Southampton. Was uh, yeah, remember we went two 0 up and uh, oh, did we go one 0 up? But Pogba got yanked for the ball. Ah, brother, 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 brother. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, I, I got DDG's got to go. He has got. No, he has to go. go. He has to go. He has He's to got go. to go. He's first He's on my list. DGG's first on my list. Like, I can't stand him, his wages, how he talks, how he carries himself. And he's yeah. got records now for us. So he's, he's etched in the club's history, man. Yeah, he has to go. The, the difficult thing is every keeper out there comes with its um comes with their flaws, right? Like some, some are just not good shop stoppers. Some make a lot of mistakes. However, the ball playing is so underrated. And all, as we've seen with Arteta and Ramsdale, you know, sometimes you can limit the amount of calamity that... Uh, keeper's going to get into by mm. having a great defence and a great midfield and the distribution is going to outweigh the small amounts of calamity that they do do over a set of the season. We're literally seeing Arsenal mm. top of the league with Ramsdale who in my opinion, mm-hmm. I don't think he's like the best keeper but yeah. they managed to limit the amount of times he gets tested and mm. what he's not at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you make a good point. Um Sana CJ underscore CJ with the injury to Garnacho, could we possibly see Palestri get more minutes? Uh, we spoke about that. I, th- I think so. I think he offers something different from uh, Anthony on the right. He can actually take his man on and he's mm-hmm. actually trying to get chalk on his boots, get to the byline, whip crosses in. Like the amount of times Anthony gets played through balls and he can't then just like run at his man is crazy. Like Ten Hag keeps saying he needs to be more brave. He knows he hasn't got it. What do you want him to do? Lie to himself? Yeah, yeah. Can't lie to himself. He can't lie I to think, himself, fam. I, 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 I think when I watched him play was it Liverpool Betis where he was on the left briefly. That's the best I've ever seen him look mm. when he was on the left hand side. Betis, but he was just crossing. Like all he was doing, it was just getting the ball and he was just crossing. And I was like, okay, yeah. You like, know, I've, I've been just, thinking that. I've been thinking that. See. Like with how reliant he is on his left foot, the fact that every, he hasn't got a right foot, yeah. potentially playing him on his left side Play means that just use your left foot. Just use your left yeah. foot. Like, I get it. I get it. The inside forward thing is cool and it yeah. makes sense when a man is a shooter. Like, he's cutting yeah. in to score goals. If you're yeah. mainly going to be a creator, 
Just play him on the left wing, man. Play him on the left wing, man. I I, I want to see him on the left wing going forward, bro. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how we manage that one, man. Uh, next one is from K Book K One. Even with Casemiro, this midfield cannot retain possession for long periods. Can should Martinez, in my opinion, our top two players in possession, fill in at six with suspensions and injuries? I'd say no. I'd say no, but I like Shaw at centre back, and he's had good games at centre back. So with like our current situation, I hear it. But also again, the PMP league. If you get Casemiro, oh, if you get sorry Martinez isolated on the counter, could be game over, and that's another red card in waiting. So yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe try to protect him and keep him at a position where he's excelling at. To be fair, so yeah, mm. I, I definitely say no. he was very good against Southampton. He's quality, yeah, he's man. amazing. Quality. He's, that's that's what, one of our best ever signings, bro. Mm. Like, where, where do you rank him in terms of centre backs in the league? I think he's one or two. Oh yeah, that yeah, I think yeah, I think he's one or two. Okay, like, but I feel like I don't think I think I think a lot of centre backs have regressed as well. So if we're just talking about this season, I think he's one or two. I don't know where to rank him overall because can you, you have know, a man who's been in a seven nil in your top two centre backs in the league? But I think I'll, I'll ask you that. I'll play devil's advocate. I think it's difficult to say seven nil and then just blame Martinez mm. like. You know, I think he's been on, on. He's been at the end of like heavy drummings. That's, you know, that's no you know, doubt about it. That's, yeah, no doubt about it. But it, it's a team that's been on the the the, yeah. the, okay. the end of heavy drummings. And when when I talk about clean sheets, when I bring up, I don't just say, "Oh, Martinez has ten clean sheets." Yeah, I, I wouldn't ever mention him. So same way, I wouldn't mention when yeah, yeah. we have when we get slapped seven 0 or whatever. Mm, fair enough. I respect that. I respect. I think. Um... I think, you know what? Yeah, you make a fair point. I've got him top five. I think he's the top five centre-backs in the league. I think he's amazing. I think he'd start for pretty much every team in the league, bar probably maybe Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe Arsenal. So, yeah, um, yeah we, will, we will see how that goes with Martinez. But what a sign-in. Uh, next one is from Yonko Abs. What can Casemiro do to control his energy at the tender age of 31? I feel like he needs partners, man. He, he needs partners, like, because right now he's like, he's just like, yeah, just like, I'm doing everything. I'm doing it all. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, he mm-hmm. he's really playing, um, like, all or nothing ball right now. So I think it's, I don't think he needs a partner. J- last ball, yeah? Yeah, I don't think, like, I don't think, in my opinion, he needs a partner. I think the team needs him to have a partner. Okay. So I feel like he's he overall. I think he's been great, and I don't think because of our attacking talents, even though he's been poor when it comes to distributing the ball, we've managed to do pretty well in that aspect. Like yeah, you know. So I don't think you know him himself like would say, "Oh, I need a partner." But I feel like the team to go to the next level, you need two competent midfielders. Like you need two good midfielders. Um, and then you you didn't tell him to do less of that stuff that he's been doing this season. You didn't say, all right, this is the guy you give it to, you know, and this is the guy that's doing all of the extra stuff. And your mm-hmm. plan is just to stamp out the fires. And hopefully we get that next we get that next season. Like I feel like, yeah, like if we can get a decent midfielder, I feel like the team. It's gonna go up several levels. Agreed. Agreed. Um, 
Question for Mr. Kaiser Soze. Who will end the season with more goals? Weghorst or Fred? Jesus Christ. I think Fred might have him, you know. I think Fred... Fred has got six. Uh, I don't think Weghorst is getting six, if I'm being honest with you, brother. How many did uh, you have? He's got two. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, he's got he's got two. Yeah, he's got two, yeah. and he, Joe, yeah, yeah, he he's got two. So um, yeah, it's it's a bit nasty. And like, it's a bit nasty. What about the tears? What about the tears after the the goal against Betis? How do you feel about that? He's faking it, man. You, we knew he was on him, bro, for that Anfield shit. We was about to rush him, bro, for that Anfield stuff, man. So he had to had to fake it, bro. I know this guy was going acting lessons. He's like, cool. After I do this, what I'm gonna do is do this. Sure, I'm <laughs> <laughs> two goals and two goals and sixteen for the boy. This guy is insane. Two goals and sixteen is an, is an insane return, by the way. That I, is I bet you back yourself to get two goals and sixteen if you had as many minutes as no, he did. No banter. I'm. I. I was gonna send my TV to United. Like I'm like, listen, I've got something. I've got something left. I've got something left. Bro. I've got. I of my life, I can score two in sixteen for my United right now. <laughs> right now, instead of hey, Rashford will hate playing with you. You're greedy. Yeah, hundreds. <laughs> I'm gonna get it cooking, bro. I'm gonna get it. Hey, sign me from the gym. You're not ready for that hold up back to goal game, boy. Hey, listen, man. Sign me. Give me a 10 day. Give me a 10 day contract. Hey, I'll get something cooking, bro. Oh, that's hilarious. Cool. Um, Another one for Mr. Kaiser Soze. Casemiro suspended. The bits are injured. Is it time for McFred? They gotta run it back, man. It's, it's, It's what? It's uh yeah they got they got it's the only thing we got bro. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say we it's the, it's the only thing we got and um we just hope that both of them have the games that well, Tom was decent against Southampton like, though. He had he had a, he had a really decent game bro. Yeah. And it's it, you know if they can both have decent games for three games like all we're asking is for three four games. But well, we've seen four years of this or however long. Yeah yeah we we've seen it but maybe under different managers like come okay because at the start of the season. Until we un, like un, until we got don't cooked. you dare don't you dare they were don't cooking you dare. They were don't cooking you dare don't they you dare cooking. we were cooking a four 0 loss to Brentford yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were cooking a little side they were cooking a little side they were cooking a little side so. my word listen so, Fred being back in twenty twenty three is insane we yeah. just got a fucking ride the wave man yeah hopefully and at the end of the at the end of the the summer we just hope that both are gone um. You know, and actually, for sentimental reasons, I keep Matt Tom as a squad player. But if they both go, they both go, and we just pack out this this team of quality midfielders, man. Mm. Uh, Arteta's agent five oh six, shout him out. This is our top up. Yeah. Arsenal fan stays listening player. to Muga, stays it. asking questions, stays hating. I love wherever it, you are, brother. I shout you out. I salute, salute you, man. Salute, man. Salute. Looking at your remaining Prem games, how many points do you think you'll pick up? And do you think you could slide out of the top four? Well, first things first, we went through the games. We're not going to do that again. Uh, so we'll skip over that bit. And obviously, as we get close to the end of the season, you can get what you want, Arteta's agent. Uh, do you think we're going to slide out of the top four? No, we don't. No, no we don't, bro. I don't we think don't so. Think I'm here I to don't. tell you, we don't care. Hey, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't think we could we will slide out of the top four, but I'm sure you'll keep your eye on that. Uh Levi, two E's, two I's, two Levi jeans. Levi jeans, bro. 
Uh, ideal 11 lineup now that Casemiro's out. <sighs> who or who'd you bring in for him? Knowing Sabitz is injured too. How long is he injured for though? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he'll be back for okay. yeah. Then it's just it's, it have to be a McFred thing, man. I just don't see like how you play one of the YGs, like. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't see how you throw them into to, to these remaining games, bro. I think it's just insane. But yeah, like I, I just play, I'd actually sit short down and play Malaysia, um, Martinez, Varane. Um, oh, fucking hell, that right back to Bro, Bruno might have to get cooking at right back, bro. Hey, oh, do not fucking kill me. DFKM. <laughs> DF fucking KM man said Bruno might have to get cooking that right back, man. You might have to get cooking that right back. I'm not gonna lie to you, but you might have to get cooking, bro. You're killing me, man. Oh man, yeah, we'll see. Um, we will literally see. I'm I'm really not looking forward to these next few games without Casemiro, man. Um, next question, ruler of gap. Would you take Angel Gomez back at United? And why do so many of our academy players have been failing to bring it into the team so far? Okay, I I think I think I wouldn't take Angel Gomez back at United just because I just think it's unnecessary. Um, I feel like he's very talented and I feel like he's doing well in mm. in, 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 uh, in France. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we have a bunch of talented players that are coming mm-hmm. back next season or mm-hmm. that's in the academy that are like in similar positions. And I didn't, I don't think we missed out on anything. Like yeah. I don't think he's going to be the world's best, best number 10 or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like Ahmad is better than him. Right? Okay. Um, and I feel like, you know, we've got other players that again are coming up, and that I'd prefer to, I'd prefer to give a chance. And you know, he got offered a contract and he rejected it. So like, there's nothing we can really do on that one, man. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool, calm, sounds good. Um, last couple of questions. One is from ZDZ underscore. From this position, injuries, suspensions in mind. What represents a successful season? For me, securing CL and getting to the summer so we can regroup is minimum. So what represents a successful season for you, Seb? Uh, I want top four and mm-hmm. I want one of the cups. Or really? at least cup final, yeah. Okay, get back in blurred, yeah? yeah. All right. Uh, and next question, and I don't know what you're going to say here. D Bond, if Rashford was to get injured, who do you think would be our best source for goals? What if you get injured, D-Bonds? Why are you trying to put... <laughs> no, that's a fair question. If Rashford wasn't in the team, who would we be looking at for goals? Let's not think about that, man. But zero. Like, there'd Jesus. literally be no goals. Like, what, what, literally, we have to do nil-nil. We have to do up nil-nil. Nil-nil. Oh, my gosh. We'd be looking at Anthony, probably. To do what? He'd be... Who else? We're not looking. Yeah, Bruno, 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 Bruno. I'm saying it's a. It's going to be a nil-nil thing. Like there's no Bruno, goal. Bruno, 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 Bruno. We got to go back to Bruno Chaos Ball, man. Chaos Ball. Maybe we can run it back to Bruno Chaos Ball. I don't know, but yeah, that's all we have to do. Bruno Chaos Ball. Yeah, yeah, that's all because we'll be finished, bro. If Rashford exits his team, we'll be finished. Yeah, Bruno Chaos Ball. Okay. Um yeah, we need players so bad in the summer, man. So bad, bro. Like so we need bad. to upgrade Marshall. I Marshall anyway. finished us this season. It is what it is, man. Forget about that guy's an NFT. Seb, as always, bro, a pleasure. Best another bro. game on Thursday, Europa League. Then we've got another league game. Uh oh no, we've got an FA Cup game against Fulham. Uh hopefully two W's, and we can do this all over again next week. Put your W's up, man. Peace. Love, bro. Peace. Love.
Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. What must that do? Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Sports Social Podcast Network.